In this episode, I share some mistakes and lessons I've learned in my six years of business. I am definitely not a business guru, but I have a lot of experience to share. I'm still learning, I'm still making mistakes, and I'm excited to see where things will be in five, 10, 20 years time. So if you're feeling stuck or like your business isn't quite where you'd like it to be, keep showing up and make the future you proud. Or if you're wanting to start a business and are doubting yourself, go and listen to episode four of my podcast first, then come back here. Before we get stuck into the episode, I want to say a huge thank you for tuning in. Whether you're a loyal follower of my pod or new here, your support means the world. It would really mean so much if you could hit the follow button, share or even give it a rating. This will help the show to grow and for it to reach others. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello and welcome to the Boss Babe Diaries. My name is Lois Banks. You might know me as Lois Banks Fitness on Instagram and TikTok. Guys, it has been a mental week. There's been so much fun, exciting stuff going on and it's been crazy. Like I'm absolutely buzzing about a load of opportunities that have been thrown my way and it's almost like a pinch me moment but also a I've worked fucking hard to get where I am now so I deserve these opportunities moment. So there's been lots of cool stuff that's happening and last week was super busy. I woke up this morning and I was so tired. It's almost like I'm on a come down from the last week's excitement and I did not want to get up when my alarm went off this morning. I was like, nope, not today, Satan, not today. But you can't always have the exciting things going on 24-7. As much as I love exciting shit happening 24-7 because I am a thrill seeker, it's just as important to have your slower, boring weeks. And actually, no, I don't know if boring is the the right word but there are going to be some slower weeks within your business where you have to focus on the less exciting maybe more tedious maybe a bit more boring tasks and those are just as important as the exciting bits that you experience so there's a few things that are changing within my business at the moment but one thing I can share with you is I am officially the co-host of the Fit FCK Fitness Dating podcast, Just Trying to Be Fit as Fuck, alongside owner and founder of Fit FCK, Jamie Wax Hobday. We are the dynamic duo, which is bringing some juicy, juicy bits to the pod. We're going to be discussing all things fitness, dating, sex... We're going to be covering a lot of topics and we're going in with absolutely no filter. We have literally so many ideas for the podcast. It's insane. The other day, my brain was running with me and I was literally voice noting Jamie like, right, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. Here's some topics. So guys, you need to go over to FitFCK, give them a follow 
and check out the pod. I think the pod is releasing this week. So look out for that on my socials and also for FCK socials. It's a really fun, juicy first episode. It's more of an intro episode, but there were some funny stories that we shared on there. One being um, about an elbow fetish. You have to go and listen to the podcast to find out about those. I won't go into that today. That was the first time I have sat in front of cameras, lights, in an actual studio and recorded something which was totally alien for me. It was kind of scary actually and I felt a bit nervous before heading into the studio. It's something that was completely out of my comfort zone and I loved it. Don't get me wrong, I was nervous for the first five minutes and there definitely was some butterflies but when I got into it I loved it and it was so so fun. I'm just not used to and I never have been recorded in front of a camera with lights and you know it felt so official. Well it is official you know it's a big deal so I yeah was like wow this is so cool and it was really fun. I mean I'm so used to just sitting in the comfort of my own home normally in some like joggers and a fluffy hoodie with some fluffy socks recording my podcasts for you guys. So to actually be in a studio I was like wow like this is cool. This is so so cool. So for me that was so nerve-wracking and a bit intimidating but I knew that it was important for me to do one because obviously I've been selected as a co-host so I wanted to do it but two because I knew that it was important for my own growth and to push myself out of my comfort zone. It was totally out of my comfort zone but for me that's a challenge. If there's something that I could improve on or if there's a skill that I am lacking and I'm presented with an opportunity to work on it or I give myself an opportunity to work on it, I will grab it and run with it because for me, I want to level up myself, I want to level up my knowledge, I want to grow so much and those experiences where you feel uncomfortable that you know that bit before you're about to start something completely alien that is you about to step into your next level of growth which is a really scary thing but once you show yourself how capable you are then that feeling of nerves goes away and it actually turns into something like so empowering you're like, wow, I did that. I have no idea why I felt so nervous in the first place. And it's completely natural and normal if you're starting something new, whether it's a new job, whether it's going to the gym for the first time, whether it's a first date, it's gonna feel weird because it might be out of your comfort zone. But sometimes you have to push yourself and challenge yourself to do those things that make you feel uncomfortable so that you can grow. So that was really, really fun and I was so excited about that. So that's all I'm gonna share with you about what's going on within business at the moment. I'm gonna leave you with that little teaser, but I thought into today's episode that I would discuss some mistakes that I've made in business, some things that 
I've learned as well throughout my six years of being self-employed and let me just say I'm definitely not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to business. I've still got a lot to learn and there's still a lot that I am growing within my business but I've definitely learned a lot from when I started to where I'm at now and I think a lot of the time people share their wins which is great and it's great to celebrate your successes but also it's important to acknowledge maybe the things that you've failed at or not even failed at the things that you've tried at or the things that you've learned the mistakes that you've made because it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to get things wrong some things won't work out some things will work out that's okay it's part of the process and failure is part of the process failure is part of the journey and I say that a lot of the time but I honestly cannot stress it enough because if you fail at something that is an indication that you've tried that's an indication that you've showed up and you've given it a go but also those failures those mistakes are what allows you to learn and grow without those failures and mistakes you probably continue to make those same mistakes and those same failures right there's usually a teaching there's usually a learning in a mistake that you make and something that you can learn from it and I definitely think that whilst you might not be able to see that at the time it can potentially have an effect on the way you view things later down the line or you can look back on that mistake and think ah that's why it didn't work out back then but I've learned from that And actually that's helped me to do what I'm doing now. And I think that's a really important thing to remember. And you won't always see instant gratification from your hard work. You won't always see instant results from the things you're doing on a day-to-day basis to build your business or whatever it is that you're doing. And it's reminding yourself that, okay, I'm not seeing results right now or maybe I'm not where I want to be yet but these little things, these little things I'm chipping away at every single day have the power to one day get me to where I want to be and you've got to keep trying, you've got to keep showing up because what if you quit and you was a day away from a huge success or hours away from a huge success? If you knew that, then would you keep going? So don't get me wrong, there's sometimes that you will need to quit or you will need to maybe change something. That's okay as well. You know, if something's no longer serving you or something no longer aligns with you, you have the power to say, actually, I've tried this. It's not working out. I don't really want to do this anymore. Or actually, it's really impacting my mental health negatively you have the power to decide that that's not right for you I am definitely a multi-passionate entrepreneur I've come to realize there's not one thing that I'm passionate about I am a coach yes but I'm also very passionate about learning I'm very passionate about photography I'm very passionate about social media and editing and 
my podcast. There's so many things that I'm passionate about. Don't think that because you've started a business that you have to just focus on one thing. Now, I think it's important to make sure that you're putting time and energy into what's important and not oversaturate saturate yourself. However, if you've got multiple things that you're interested in, don't put them off because you're like, I can't do that, or I don't believe in myself, or, oh, I don't know, maybe it's too late, maybe the ship sailed with that one. No, because you're your own boss. You can decide at any point if you want to try something new, or if you want to integrate something else into your business, if you want to go back to uni and study something different. You have the power to do that. It's never too late. You're never limited in what you can or cannot do. You hold the power to make those decisions. So own those decisions. And as I've transitioned my business more online, I realized that there's so many other things that I'm passionate about and keep me continuously learning and keep me continuously challenging myself within my business. And you have to continuously learn and evolve with your business. I did a qualification back in 2017 and that's when I passed my PC qualification. Since then, I have invested in business coaches, I have invested in courses, I've done my own learning. It's really important to continuously learn and level up your mindset because times change, things change, but also you can learn a lot from other people and you can also change your opinion, you can also change your mind about the way that you do things, you can change your strategies. You can only do that through continuously learning and seeing that there is more out there in terms of knowledge. So whether it be you're just listening to podcasts, whether you're just watching videos, you, know, you don't have to invest thousands and thousands in courses. When I first started my PT, I was a shit coach and that is probably me being really overly critical as per usual because I I know I wasn't shit but if I'm comparing the coach I was back then to the coach I am now the growth is like monumental there's been so much that has changed there's been so much that I've learned and I'm actually okay with admitting that I was wasn't as good as I am now and also I would actually be pretty surprised if I was the same coach back then as I am now because that's six years ago and a lot can change in six years you know we're always changing we're always growing so actually I'd be pretty pissed if I didn't change in between that time and I have invested a lot of money into my business from business mentors social media managers courses computer softwares which is really important to me investing in my business. But there are definitely things that I didn't need to spend the money on, things that I could have been more savvy about, things that I could have definitely done myself and things I should have done more research on to see if it aligned with me. And this is something that I have learned and now I'm making more of a conscious effort with to be more savvy with my expenses. Don't get me wrong, sometimes you will need to take that leap and invest and it might be quite an expensive investment and it might be a bit of a gamble and it might work out, it might not work out. You might not see the investment until 
return investment until later down the line but be savvy and ask yourself do I really need this is it something that I need at this point in my business maybe I lead it later down the line you know I've worked with multiple business coaches and I say multiple because I haven't worked with some because I haven't aligned with their methods or I haven't gelled with them or I haven't liked their way of coaching and I think that that's okay not every single mentor that you work with is going to be the right fit for you not every single mentor that you work with is actually going to be authentic because unfortunately there are a lot of business mentors out there and these companies that will sell you a dream of oh this is what we're going to get you to do we're going to go from zero um k months to you're going to go to 20k months in like you know a matter of like weeks or whatever and they sell you some kind of like bullshit some coaches do really give a shit but from what I've experienced, some coaches also don't give a shit and can make you feel like a bit of a number. There's definitely been courses that I've invested in where I haven't felt like I received the service that I was promised or that I'd paid for. And I didn't feel really supported, to be honest with you. I do wish that I'd definitely done more research before making an impulsive, I'm going to invest in this coach. And I think it's important to do your research before parting with a large sum of money. So I was actually really hesitant to invest in my last mentor, Rosie O'Boyle, who is Rosie underscore coaching on Instagram, because I'd had bad experiences with mentors in the past. And I was like, do I really want to invest more money again? Like it's a huge investment. You've been let down before. What's to say this isn't going to happen again? But she was amazing and she taught me a lot she's super authentic and she gives a shit about her clients she doesn't oversaturate herself as well with clients she really focuses on quality over quantity the same way as I do with my clients because that way you're able to maintain a high level service you're able to give your energy and give your time to your clients who are investing a lot of money into you rather than just trying to take on board everyone and anyone and then oversaturating yourself and them not receiving the service that they've paid for so she was really really helpful and we actually did a podcast back in episode 13 I think it was yeah we did a podcast together so definitely go and check that out but she was super super helpful so I think if you're thinking about investing in a coach do your research and definitely don't rush into it. One really important thing that I've learned is that you're not going to always be able to please everyone. You can't help everyone. Not everyone is going to vibe with you. Not everyone is going to like your service or your product and that is okay because everyone's different. It's trying not to internalize when maybe somebody doesn't vibe with what you've got to offer I think it's important though to ask for feedback and ask what you could improve on or if there's anything that was maybe missing for them to be able to continuously grow what you have to offer maybe there is something that you're missing maybe is there is an oversight or maybe it just wasn't right for them it's important to communicate with 
those people, whether they're clients or people working within your business, communicate, try and find a solution together. But then if the solution doesn't work and if it's still not working, then being able to amicably call it a day and say, let's part ways. I cannot stress how important customer client feedback is. You should be sending out feedback forms regularly to get feedback on your service to ensure that you are continuously growing. There might be things that you are overlooking. There might be things that you could be doing better to provide a better service for your clients. And feedback forms are so important because it allows your client to or or customers to express what's going right for them, what they really like, but then also what maybe could be improved. And it's really important, I think, to be able to take on feedback constructively because if you internalise feedback and if there is maybe things that people don't like about the way that you do things yeah okay you got your methods that's important but it's about being diverse in your approach because not everyone is the same not everyone is neurotypical so there might be things that you need to change or you need to adapt in order to support and provide a better service and as I said being able to take that constructively rather than taking that to heart is really important. I used to be somebody that would take on feedback as a criticism and I would internalize that and I would be like oh that means that they don't like me or that means that they don't like my service when actually those are huge opportunities for growth in in order to progress and in order to grow your business you have to be able to roll with the times roll with the feedback and roll with what your customer wants if you fuck up if you make a mistake if you piss someone off own that shit because that is your shit to own nobody else's It's your shit to own and don't try and blame someone else or deflect the situation. Instead, use that as an opportunity to reflect on what maybe you could do differently moving forward and to grow into a better person, a better business person and be able to understand yourself and other people better. There's been a lot of things I've reflected on over the last six years in the way that I've maybe handled conversations or situations, things that I could have done better or maybe been better in my communication or maybe more considerate. Being able to reflect on those things has helped me to become a great communicator. It's enabled me to become great at the way I support my clients and work with people it's helped me to become better at holding space for other people but also recognizing that some people might need a different communication style they might need a different level of support they might need a different method of doing things and it's being adaptable to support those clients 
in the best way that you possibly can. When I used to work as a PT, I used to have almost like a different persona for different clients. Depending on the client would be, would depend what version of me that they got. And I know that sounds a bit weird, but like not in, I wouldn't treat anyone differently, but it's like some clients would like to come to the session and it be very technical and this is what we're doing it's all very just you know talk about the exercise and this is why we're doing it as opposed to some other clients would like to have more of a talk throughout the session or they would like to tell me how their week has gone or what's going on in their life or they might need, they might just need to offload and don't get me wrong I'd still make sure that they were getting a great session out of it but I would adjust my personality and adjust my communication depending on the client because not everybody likes to be communicated to in the same way. The next thing that I've learned is that it's okay to be competitive. It's great to have a competitive mindset and to be driven but don't use it in a way that can be negative, that can cause resentment, that can cause jealousy. There will be other people in your field that are great at what they do, or they might look like they're more successful than you, or they might look like they're doing it better than you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are your competition and that you have to compete with them. I think use that as inspiration, use that as a, oh shit, like she's doing it, she's smashing it, so I can do it too, kind of attitude. Try not to get caught up in the comparison trap of I need to be more like that person, or that person is doing it way better than me, why can't I be like that? Because then you fall into that victim mindset then you fall into that comparison trap and that's not going to be beneficial for you, for your business and it's actually just going to make you feel like shit because like I said, use it as inspiration, use it as something that you really admire but when you compare and just get down on yourself about what they look like they're achieving and what you're not achieving, then that's actually counterproductive for your own growth because you're going to be so focused on other people, so focused on what other people are doing that you're not going to be putting that energy into yourself and your business. Now, I've definitely wasted too much time in the past comparing myself to other professionals within my field who look like they're doing it better than me or what I thought they looked like they did they were doing it better than me or they looked like they were more successful than me and I did fall into that victim mindset of oh like why am I not there yet why is my business not as, as successful as hers and that was a really negative way of thinking and it just got me into this really negative loop and cycle of comparison which just was toxic because I could never just appreciate where I was at 
I was always so focused on what other people were doing when actually I needed to just take a second and appreciate how far that I had come. Everyone has their own timeline, everyone has their own journey and it's really not realistic to compare yourself to others because you don't know what's gone on behind the scenes, you don't know how long that person has been working on that business or that project or whatever it is that they've achieved, you don't know what's gone on behind the scenes. So stay in your own lane and the only comparison worthwhile is the person that you was yesterday to the person that you are today. There is enough success out there for everyone and everyone's measurement of success is different. So go and make your own success and trust me, nobody is as successful as they make themselves look on Instagram. So if you're one of these people that compares themselves to others on Instagram, then curate your social media, remove those accounts, silence their stories or their posts, you know, mute them, um, remove the trigger. One thing that I look back on now and I'm like, Lois, why was you so salty? I created a Facebook group quite a while ago. This is when lockdown happened actually and I used to run some fitness classes on there so I was doing like live workouts and I remember a PC who I had previously worked with at the time, he was in the group and he then made his own group and then started doing something similar to what I was doing and in the moment I got really salty about it and I was like, He's basically stolen my idea and he's created a group and he's doing his own classes. So what did I do? I removed him out of the group on Facebook. I literally kicked him out of the group on Facebook because I was like, you're literally just spying on what I'm doing and copying me. And I look back on it now and I think, Lois, that was so petty. Like, so, so petty. And I don't own the rights to doing live videos I didn't come up with that idea Um, but even if I came up with that idea I wouldn't have any right to dictate to other people whether they're allowed to do it or not but I I just got really salty about it and I kicked him out of the group in a moment of fuming I guess and I reflected on it after I kicked him out of the group and I was like oh Lois that was actually so petty he's a PT you're a PT you're meant to support each other he's just doing his own thing so yeah so I look back on that that was quite a few years ago now and I'm literally like Lois that was just so petty so you know I think we will learn from things and you know we're not always going to be perfect and there will be things that sometimes we're like ah well we could maybe learn from that so that was definitely a learning point for me is that like support people within your community within your field and other women other men are not your competition the only competition is yourself build a support network build a support system where you can inspire and support one another because that's honestly where the magic happens you know there's nothing greater than a support system that can bounce ideas off each other and get creative together and thrive together over a circle that bitch and slate one another you know and get jealous you can thrive better and do better when you learn from other people and when you collaborate and when you grow with others and share other people's successes 
So I think collaboration is a key part of business, you know, when you you network with people. But also I think it's important to consider how much time you're investing in other people and also other businesses that maybe you're collaborating with and ask yourself does it align with me and my business or am I just doing this because I'm people pleasing and I think when it comes to collaborating with brands if you are a business that has an online presence and you're collaborating with brands be authentic and stay true to yourself don't just be a sellout and put a product on your page with a discount code because you're getting paid for it actually staying true to yourself and being authentic and believing in that product or whatever it is that you're putting out there to your audience I think is important because people can see through the shit people can see if you're being authentic or if you're being fake and that will create a disconnect between you and your audience I think staying authentic and being true to your brand and your message is more important over getting paid for a post in my opinion there's been brands that I have turned down because I felt like they didn't align with my messaging and didn't align with what I'm about what my brand's about and also wouldn't align with my content and wouldn't resonate with my audience So these are really important things to think about and I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole talking about socials in this podcast, I'll probably do a separate podcast, but I think staying true to yourself and your business as a whole on whatever platform you're on, in whatever way you're representing it is important to be authentic and be real. The last thing that I really want to cover today is boring but important, taxes. If you are a self-employed business owner and you have to do your own taxes, do not leave it until last minute, which I do every single time. Make sure that you're on top of it as much as you can be and I would actually advise throughout the year rather than leaving it until you know last minute and sorting out your statements all in one to try and do it month by month so look at your ingoings and your outgoings and and actually break it down into a table or a chart which you can obviously add to each month because it's going to make your life so much easier along with keeping your receipts along with making note of obviously your expenses and one thing that's been a game changer for me is having a business account so a Monzo business account where I allow myself a allowance for my business outgoings also it allows you to have different pots on there so basically the pots are like almost like these mini accounts within your account where you can put your money into them and they have this thing called a tax pot so whatever comes into that account a percentage of it you can set a certain percentage of each amount to go straight into that tax pot so you literally 
don't have you don't have to physically put it into that pot it just comes out automatically because when you come to pay your taxes at the end of the year if you haven't saved that money and if you don't have it there and if you haven't even thought about it like where's that money going to come from money doesn't grow on trees so it's like making sure that you're putting that money aside for your taxes and not fucking yourself over basically so keep your receipts I would definitely recommend managing your expenses through like a business account keeping it separate having a bit of an allowance and you can still save from there you can have like a savings pot so you can transfer a certain amount from your incomings into like your savings pot I definitely recommend getting an accountant to help you with your taxes, to stay on top of this. It definitely takes some of the stress off of your shoulders. I want to wrap up this podcast by saying that there will be peaks and troughs in business. Sometimes you might have some really amazing months. Some months might be a little bit slower and that's okay. It's part of the process and It's reminding yourself in those slower months to keep going, to keep showing up and to not panic in those months because not every single thing that you do is going to have a return investment, is going to get that instant gratification and you might see the effects of it pay off later down the line and sometimes you might need to take a slower month You might need to take it for your mental health. You might need to take it because you just want to spend more time with your family or on yourself. And that's the beauty of business is you are in control. You're in control of what you say and what you do in your business. You're in control of how it is run. And you have a say as to the route that you want it to take. You know, if you're quite happy with hitting a certain amount every single month and if that's great for you if you're quite happy with having a certain amount of clients that's great but if you want to push for more and if you want to grow then that's great too there's no right or wrong way or way to measure success in business because everyone's measure of success is different somebody who's only earning two grand a month could be fulfilled and happy and feel successful just as much as somebody who's hitting 20 grand a month might be feeling successful in their own way and it's really important to remember that success is the way that you define it success is the way that the things that's important to you don't let anyone else dictate to you what success is as ever thank you so so much for tuning in i hope that you enjoyed the episodes please hit that subscribe button give my show a rating and don't forget to share on socials thank you and i'll speak to you in the next one